Okay. Here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 50 of your ex-boyfriend's podcast. Hard to believe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Hard to believe. I don't know. I made it to 50. My goal, I'll say very loose goal, was to make it one episode a week. And as many of you know, initially, that seemed very um, doable. I didn't miss a week for quite some time. I want to say maybe three months or so, but uh, they started happening, and that's okay. Um, I then amended my goal to 52 episodes. Maybe not necessarily one a week, but where I would miss a week, hopefully I can make up with two-parters or what have you. That almost happened. (laughs) We were so close. 50 episodes. And you might say, well, Justice, it's January 4th, and this episode is just coming out today. You started on the 3rd of last year, January 3rd. So really, you only had 49 episodes in 2022. And for those of you who want to get technical, okay, you're not wrong. But with that being said, I did record this yesterday on the 3rd and had it mostly finished, all the recording done, except for this intro now because I'm releasing it a day later. I just wasn't able to get it out in time and was shy of the 50 episode mark, but just barely. Let's just say it was 50 because, you know, if it sounds better and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so we're just going to call it 50. Whenever I talk about this uh, in person, whenever I speak to people about my podcast, I'm going to say I did 50 in 2022. And if any of you are there who know better, um, think about correcting me, then you can go to hell. Deal? (laughs) Oh, man. As you might be able to tell, this episode is not really structured. I don't really have um, an outline at all, (laughs) minus some handwritten notes. But um, I think it's okay because looking back a year ago, my first episode was written down and and I went over it multiple times and I re-recorded and I re-recorded and I'm very happy where I ended up. That's not how it's going to be. You're never going to have the perfect outline and the perfect, you know, plan go a hundred percent how you want it to and that's all right that is okay so episode 50 here we are one thing i want to say 
I think it's very important to mention is once again, the biggest thank you to everybody who has supported me in the last year. Your listening, your interacting, your words of encouragement, your own stories helped keep this going. In the moments when I felt like being done or that I wasn't doing anything worthwhile or that I was just tired of recording every week, you guys kept me going in a lot of ways. And I appreciate it immensely. And last of all, I want to thank me for keeping going. (laughs) Thanks, Justice. You did a great job. This episode is a different one in that the big chunk of it is actually um, something that I recorded while I was at work. I worked on Christmas Eve, I worked on Christmas, I worked on New Year's Eve, I worked on New Year's, Uh, I did a lot of working this holiday season, and I addressed that a little bit um, coming up here in a second, but what it did was give me an idea to uh, record while I was at work, making sure that the world stayed together, you know? So, coming up here in just a couple seconds... You'll hear the majority of what I wanted to talk about um, in this in this episode. And following that, we'll uh, probably do a little outro, a little goodbye for now sort of thing. And uh, we'll wrap up season one of your ex-boyfriend's podcast, 2022. So without further ado, here is yours truly recording into a little Sony handheld interview machine at work. There you go. It is 6.51 p.m. on December 31st, 2022. New Year's Eve. I am sitting in my work van at work um, basically covering for anything in an emergency because we operate 24-7 typically unless there's like a crazy once in a generation weather event that seems to be happening more on a yearly basis now Um, Like a freak ice storm that coats the entire area in um, three quarters of an inch of ice. But, um, regardless, (laughs) uh, yeah, sitting at work and had a brilliant idea to uh, use my little Sony hand recorder, interviewer, whatever you want to call it, to... um, basically bring this end of the year 2023 extravaganza of your ex-boyfriend's podcast to you in a way that hasn't been done before. And I'm a little bit uh, nervous because, well, not nervous. I've been doing this for a year. (laughs) 
nervous is not the right word. I guess anxious that it won't be awesome because initially I had thought that maybe I would do like a special, like a special interview or whatever. Um, get maybe get multiple people, maybe have it be like a three part episode. I don't know. I, I had thought that I might do something, but just the way things are going in the country and in the world and in my life and just everything kind of made it so like I wanted to work if I could because the overtime is good and it's expensive to live where I live. Seattle is not cheap. For any of you who are wondering who don't live in Seattle, Washington, it's fucking expensive. And I thought that the best idea would be to uh, work this weekend. So that's what I'm doing. And I was fortunate enough to uh, sign up and, and get some um, because a lot of the times I don't. <laughs> I get bumped out. Uh, yeah, if it seems like I'm rambling, by the way, it's because I don't have an outline for this episode. This is a much more freeform uh, dealio that you're getting here because I am at work <laughs> and not in front of my computer like I normally am with my notes and internet to immediately research and blah, blah, blah. So that's what you're getting. Although on the plus side, recording this way is actually really easy and it's kind of fun to be in a new location and not tethered to a headset and a microphone. So hopefully it turns out good. And maybe this is something I do in the future more often, but I don't know. We'll see how the recording is, how it, what, what the quality is even like. It might suck. I might get this downloaded onto my computer and go to edit it and it might sound terrible. So in that case, you will not be hearing any of this. <laughs> this was all for me. Um, uh, man, so what are we even talking about on this end of year episode? Um, I think I wanted to touch on something, which at this point, if you're listening to this, I've already introduced in the intro, which I'll record later. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about a little bit of why I've done this podcast and why I did it for a year and how it relates to helping, I guess. Trying to do something good. Um, trying to show somebody that there is a better way forward. First of all, I guess I'll start with a story. Um, Earlier this evening when I was driving to a certain location, which I will not reveal, <laughs> as I'm still trying to keep my, my job details private, uh, as I was traveling down I-5, I was behind a four-car crash. Maybe, I don't know, I might have been like six, seven, or eight cars behind it, so fortunately not involved with plenty of time to stop. Um, but what I saw was a BMW, of course, it's 
it's always a BMW, I feel like, um, try to merge way too fast and aggressively into another, you know, adjacent lane and clip a, I believe it was an SUV, which uh, proceeded to crash into the next lane over into a little like Mazda crossover thing. And the SUV veered off and crashed into the, the left side guardrail. And the Mazda did this crazy, like, God, what was it? Like a 90 degree, no, 180 degree spin, like huge arc over all the way to the right guardrail, smashed into the guardrail facing the wrong direction and now facing traffic. And miraculously, like, completely uh, miraculously, I'm trying to think of another word, but I can't, nobody in the oncoming lanes of traffic in all five lanes, nobody hit the cars that were involved in the accident. Like, they each spiraled out of control into the guardrails and... Um, smashed into them but nobody else was involved no other cars hit them which is insane because if you live in this area you know how shitty our drivers are <laughs> as evidenced by that particular bmw that did the accident causing um the fact that nobody else hit them going you know 60 70 plus miles an hour is amazing uh but i guess to bring this long story to a close here I pulled over immediately because I was already in the right lane in my work van and was able to put my flashers on I have you know strobes on top and put cones out to uh, protect my rear end as I pulled over or after I pulled over and I got out and um, you know power walked over to everybody who was on my side of the highway and fortunately, some other good Samaritan had gone over and stopped at the other side with the other vehicle that had been involved. And uh, I basically, you know, asked everybody if they were okay. Obviously, everybody was shaken. Um, nobody was hurt, fortunately, seriously, or at least obviously. There was no cuts, no bruises, no gouged out eyeballs. Um, nobody shit their pants, as far as I could tell. And... Um, I guess I asked and I, I, I told them, you know, if, if anybody is hurt, I have a first aid kit. I know, you know, pretty, pretty decently. I know first aid from having taken the class, God, almost 10 years now at this point every year. So, um, stayed there with the people who were involved until cops arrived, they showed up and, um, didn't need anything from me, fortunately. So I gave the, um, people, the two ladies that were in the white Mazda, I gave them my insurance information. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I gave them my contact information just in case they needed a, a witness statement or any information from me as far as uh, what had happened for insurance. And I took off. All that to say, it got me thinking about... It got me thinking about the decision that I made to pull over and help. And what, I guess it didn't surprise me, but what 
was, you know, going through my mind over and over again was it was not a question that I would pull over and do what I could, you know, and have the means to, to assist. It was a given. As soon as I saw that accident, that was my very first thought. And it kind of, you know, you always hear about things happening in slow motion. I wasn't involved in the accident, so I don't think it was that severe, but um, I definitely have a pretty clear timeline as far as like driving 60, 60 plus miles down the road, see the accident, see exactly what happened. First thought, I'm pulling over, I'm putting my flashers on, and I'm getting out my first aid kit, and I'm going to see if everybody's okay. Now, that may sound like I'm tooting my own horn, and I'm not, <laughs> or at least I'm not trying to, um, because it's all for, I'm trying to, you know, frame the story here, frame the, frame the episode. It got me think. What, what, well, I guess what I was thinking about was where did I get that tendency to immediately uh, take action in a crisis. And for those of you who don't know me, and, and I, I'm guessing a lot of you who do know me, uh, you might, or I would guess probably don't know that about me. I can't really say that I've been in a lot of crises. So, um, the odds of anybody knowing that are fairly low, <laughs> I, I would think, but I have been kind of that way for as long as I can remember and as an adult. Um, I'm not sure when it started. It was definitely not in early adulthood, but sometime, you know, early 20s maybe, mid-20s. It's been a long time, probably early 20s. Uh, I found myself just responding automatically with affirmative, like, productive action in crises. And, um, I guess the whole point of this story is to say, thinking about my actions today, or I guess this evening also made me think about why I even started this podcast. If you've listened to the first couple of episodes, like one, two, three, somewhere in there, I think all three of those actually, you're going to get a little bit of background about the decision to do this whole thing. And even a little bit later, I think maybe episode six, I talked about my, my journey through like higher education and coming into the workforce and all that. Um, so the early episodes... I talk about why I did this and, and I'll, you know, I, I, I more spoke to the, um, catalysts or reasons that I, uh, was even thinking about doing this in the first place, you know, with, um, some mental health issues, some anxiety issues, um, a relationship ending, um, certain things happening at work you know, there was kind of a coalescence of, um, you know, things going on in my life that led to me, you know, 
thinking I had something worthwhile to say. But that, I guess, in itself just sounds like, okay, well, you thought you had, you know, you wanted to talk about yourself and not in a bad way, but you want to talk about your experience and, and just, um, expose what you know, and, you know, maybe have a conversation with some people. It is that. But on the other hand, I think that a lot of my reason, my reasoning, I should say, for doing this podcast is because I felt like I could help. I felt like I had the ability and the wherewithal to take what I knew and what I had experienced and put it out in such a way that it reached not only just my closest family and friends, but extended family and acquaintances and coworkers and people I don't even know and put it out there in order to help somebody who had found themselves in possibly a similar situation as me or, you know, maybe something entirely foreign to me because I truly believe that the stuff that I talk about on this podcast, the people or I should say the conversations I've had with people that I've interviewed, I truly believe that these things, these concepts, these ideas, these topics, whatever, are worthwhile and deserve talking about, and in a lot of cases don't get talked about enough, don't get exposed, they don't get taught. And I think it's to everyone's detriment that they don't. So if I look back, having done this for a year at this point, you know, I think I started on January 3rd. So coming up in three days, it'll have been exactly a year and, and I'll have done 50 episodes of your ex-boyfriend's podcast. Um, looking back, having done that, I think what started me out on the path of making this, of creating this, and what kept me going when I doubted myself and when I wasn't sure that what I was doing was worthwhile is the fact that no matter how many people listened or how many people engaged with me or how successful, you know, in quotes, successful this podcast became, I still felt like I was helping, like I was doing a good thing for not only myself, but for other people as well. I hope that that is true. I hope that's what I've done. That somebody out there, and I've said before, even just one, took this stuff that I talk about or had a conversation with me or read a book that I recommended or listened to a podcast that I said that I had, you know, appreciated. I, I hope that somebody out there did any, any one of those things and was helped by it. And yeah, granted, <laughs> I say, I hope that somebody 
has done that. I know for a fact that there have been people who've done those things because I have had some good engagement from family and friends specifically who have told me that, yes, this was, you know, this podcast was a catalyst for them as well or was a resource or, you know, made them think any number of things. So I, I know that I have reached some people in the way that I've been trying to. Um, and, and it has been a privilege to do so. Um, I'm happy that I made a difference. The whole idea of being somebody who's trying to help, um, today when I was thinking about doing this episode, it just totally reminded me of this episode of, um, Mr. Rogers neighborhood <laughs> and for anyone my age or, you know, within gosh, probably five years, either side of my age or more, I would guess it's more. We all watched Mr. Rogers. I mean, he was on since the sixties, I think. So gosh, maybe not too many people younger than me, but generations ahead of me. Absolutely. We watched Mr. Rogers growing up Fred Rogers neighborhood. Um, and if I haven't said it before on this show, I don't think I have, that is as close to, um, I think <laughs> a perfect person as you could get. And granted, I don't know everything about the man. How could I, but, um, if you just look at the work that he did inside and outside of that show of his, um, and the things that he cared about, I think that is, you know, a paragon of society, but moving on, uh, what it reminded me of was this episode that he did where he talked about, and obviously, as we all know, who's, who, if we've seen the show, he's talking to children. He's talking to his audience of children. He says something about when things are scary, when something scary happens to you or you see something frightening, you know, much like, you know, seeing a four car crash on the highway it's okay to be scared and it's okay to feel like you don't know what to do or, you know, any number of, you know, fight flight reactions that we have when something like that happens in those cases, look for the helpers. He says, look for the people who are helping. And I don't know if that memory has just been stored away locked up in my brain forever, or if I saw something that, you know, more recently that sparked that memory, or maybe I just saw, uh, you know, a meme or like a reel on Instagram that reminded me of that, or maybe it was the episode. I don't know, but, uh, I've had that in my mind for a while and I guess long story short, this is all to say, all to say that, the reason behind me doing this podcast was because I wanted to be one of those helpers that you look to when things are hard or when things are scared. Not as if I have everything together or if I have all the answers or as if I have all the answers. Um, it's not as if I can do anything about it necessarily, but 
I wanted to be somebody that could help. Maybe as a guide or show an example or even just start the conversation. Or just lead, you know, with action. I just wanted to be somebody, and I think I still do, somebody that others could look to for help. Which is ironic because I have a very hard time asking for help. <laughs> Which is something I actively work on. Uh, but yeah. And I guess at the end of the day, or at the end of this episode, I should say, I don't really have, I'm not really going anywhere with this. It's more of just kind of a capstone on the end of this year. I wanted to reflect on why I had done this and what I had done and, and where that all came from. And it just so happens that I'm doing it at work <laughs> on a handheld recorder. I think what I'll probably end up doing is recording both a beginning like an intro and an outro for this episode at home tomorrow, probably. Um, so this, this handheld recording is going to be mashed in, in the middle somewhere. Um, and maybe it'll be more coherent tomorrow when I record the rest of it, <laughs> or at least, you know, linear with a start and an end. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that's it. And thus concludes episode 50, the season finale of your ex-boyfriend's podcast. So, some news regarding the podcast. Going forward, in the immediate future, there will be no new episodes for an indeterminate amount of time. And I don't mean to say that there will never be more new episodes, but what I am doing at the start of 2023 is taking a break. That's as simple as it gets. I'm just taking a break. I was uh, working on this for an entire, an entire year, 12 months straight, and never missed more than a week at a time, and typically made that up with double the episodes at some point down the line. So I think if we just round it out, I was doing this every week for an entire year, no matter what I was doing. And I'm ready for a break. Not just because I'm tired of doing it. And I don't want that to sound like I am tired of doing it. I'm not. But I think that anything creative benefits from pausing, from taking time and not creating, essentially. This is going to give me time to decide on what I want to do with it, where I want this podcast to go, what I think it's worth going forward. Um, it'll give me time to drum up new ideas for episodes and, and things that I want to talk about and people that I want to talk to. 
the format may change. It may get shorter. These episodes may get shorter and more frequent or longer and less frequent. There may be a co-host. I don't know. This may be the end. To be perfectly honest, this might be the last episode I ever do. The point being, I don't know where it's going to go or what's going to happen at this point. But what I do know and what I am telling you now is there will be a break for an indeterminate amount of time. No new episodes of your ex-boyfriend's podcast. Whatever your reaction to that is, I would love to hear it. And I have uh, said this plenty of times throughout the last year. I love hearing what you have to say. Anybody who wants to tell me anything, please reach out. Where this is concerned, I would love to hear my faithful listeners' um, thoughts on this hiatus and on the potential ending or potential continuing of your ex-boyfriend's podcast. So reach out. And for the last time, for who knows how long, I will tell you this. Your ex-boyfriend's podcast, this one that you're listening to right now, by Justice Tenna, it's hosted on Podbean at justicetenna.podbean.com. You can listen to your ex-boyfriend's podcast really anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Google it. Google my name. Go to Podbean and go from there. That's got all the links. Listen anywhere you like. And if you do like it, leave a review or a rating or whatever. And if you don't like it, you know, do whatever you want because I'm not your dad. <laughs> um, if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me at the podcast email, which is your EXBF podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on Instagram where I post and have posted for the last year with new episodes. That is your underscore EXBF underscore podcast. And rather than just sign off here and leave you on a canned ending like I normally do, uh, and given the nature of this podcast, I want to leave you with a final thought. It's not something new, but to me it's very important. And I think that it may be one of the most important things that I've talked about in the last year. Um, Y'all know I love my quotes. I love it when somebody smarter than me can explain something in a sentence that takes me a paragraph. (laughs) What I want you to remember is this. Courage isn't the absence of fear. But rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear. And if you take any one single thing from listening to this podcast for the last year, I would love for it to be that idea. I would love for you to go forward and face your fears, whatever they may be, with the drive and determination and discipline and motivation 
and compassion and grace and patience that comes from your own personal determination that there is something in your life, whatever that may be, that is more important than the things that you're afraid of. On that note, I'll leave you here. So to everybody listening, again, thank you. I appreciate you more than you know, and probably more than I say. And I will hopefully talk to you all again in the future. But until that time actually comes, take care of yourselves. Thank you.